Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Welcome. We're glad that you're here today. It is a beautiful day outside, isn't it? Winter time is coming. It it is. But we're glad that you have uh, braved the elements and have come to be with us tonight as we share in this very special service of decorating the Christmas tree. Um, and as we pray, prepare for the coming of God's Son, uh, this is a wonderful service. It's a service of, of, of beauty. It's a service of meaning. It's a service that helps us as we prepare uh, for Christ's coming in our own hearts and our own, in our own lives. So welcome the blessings that God has in store for you this evening. Let us pray together. Oh God, as we prepare for the coming of your Son through the decorating of this Christmas tree, may we be mindful that these are not merely pretty decorations. Let us be mindful that these decorations are expressions of praise for the coming King. And these songs and these scriptures are expressions of worship. Open our hearts, O oh God, that we might worship you in spirit and in truth.
how shall we prepare this house for the coming of our Savior? When we read the following in Ivy, telling of his passion, death, and resurrection, how shall we prepare our hearts for the coming of the Son of God? By hearing again the words of the prophets, who the work of God. For God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Glory to God in the highest. Glory and peace Glory and peace You may be Come to this temple, the messenger of the covenant in whom you delight. 
Behold, he is coming to the Lord of hosts.
as we read the story of our Savior's birth. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augusta that all the world should be registered. And this was, while the, this was the first registration that was taken while Serenius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Judea the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord stood before them, and glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were terrified. But the angel said, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign to you, for you will find the babe wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among all those he favors. This is the word of the Lord. You may be seated. The Chrismonothus scroll represents the books of Moses, as the first five books of the Old Testament are, are commonly called. These books form the Torah and constitute most sacred law of the Jewish people. Everything Jesus read in Scripture revealed two things. Number one, the heart of God for all creation and the will of the Father for the Son to seek and save the lost. With this understanding of Scripture and conviction deep within his soul, Jesus took up the scroll and read it to those gathered in the synagogue. The Spirit of the Lord is on me, because he anointed me and proclaimed good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery for the sight of the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Then he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down. The eyes of everyone in the synagogue were fastened on him. 
he began saying to them, Today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Luke 4, 18-21 The chrismon of the star is the symbol of the star of Bethlehem, or the epiphany, when the wise men visited Jesus. The Magi asked, Where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. Matthew 2, 2. The star was there to reveal or make known something that might otherwise go unnoticed. What is it in our Christmas celebration that might go unnoticed? Is it the presence of Christ in the midst of the rush to get everyone of the right presence? Is it the call to serve others in a season that focuses a great deal on making wish lists and attending to our own desires? Whatever it is, ask God for an epiphany that enriches your Christmas experience. Jesus, which is sometimes called the Lamb of God. 
Look, here is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. John 1, 29. The sacrificial animal, whether a goat, a bull, a ram, was to be spotless, pure, and without defect. This is certainly true of Jesus, who is without sin. As Paul states, God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteous of God. 2 Corinthians 
Keyword the staff. Okay. <laughs> the Chris Vaughn of the Shepherd's Crook, or staff, remembers that Jesus sometimes called himself a shepherd. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. John 10, 11. In the parable of the good shepherd, Jesus makes clear the relationship he has with us. We are under his care and protection. We are guided by the shepherd's voice and are led in the way we should go. Other voices may assail us and call for our attention, our love, and our devotion. But to heed those voices would be our peril. Only in the voice of our good shepherd do we find the safety and the security we are looking for. The staff can also represent the shepherds who were the first people told about the birth of Jesus. How remarkable is it that the first to hear the news of Jesus' birth were the shepherds in the fields around Bethlehem? The glory came when Christ's birth was that God was with us. The Good Shepherd was among us to love us, to guide us, to lay us down, to lay down his life for us. The glory of God was known through humanity. A shepherd is known primarily for one main trait, his or her dedication to the protection of the sheep. That is it. It's amazing to think that that is enough for God. Given all that God is and all that God can do, Jesus asks us to think of God. Jesus asked us to think of God as the most basic way, as the one willing to be identified by the depth of his love for us. That, my fellow sheep, is amazing. The crown Christmas symbolizes that Jesus is king. It shows that Christians believe Jesus is the ruler over heaven and over earth. A king's crown is a symbol of royal power and authority. It symbolizes Jesus as king of Jews in fulfillment of the prophetic expectation of well, as well as the exalted Christ as king of kings. Jesus answered, you say that I am king? In fact, the reason I was born and came into the world is is to testify the truth. Everyone on the side of truth, listen to me. John 
Sixmon of the Triporta is made of three loops, making a triangle representing the three parts of the Trinity. The three points represent the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, while the continuous interwoven line represents unity. The trayfold. The trayfold chrismon is composed of three overlapping rings intertwined to form a whole. This represents the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. For a child is born to us, a son is given to us, the government will rest upon his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, Isaiah 9, 6. God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent us one and only Son into the world that we might be that we might live through him. First John four, verse nine. The white rose chrismon is a symbol for purity and reminds us of Mary's purity when chosen by God to give birth to his son. The wilderness and solidarity place shall be glad for them, and the desert shall rejoice and blossom as the rose. Isaiah 35, 1. Thank you. 
suggests a gradual yet dramatic transformation. Just as the butterfly emerges from the cocoon and flies upward with a new body, the followers of Christ are reborn and given a new life. The descending dove is a symbolic is symbolic of peace, innocence, and purity. It depicts and as descending in the reference to the manifestation of the Holy Spirit as a dove during Jesus Christ's baptism by John. Suddenly the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heavens, and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. Luke 2, 13 through 14. not only perfect, our perfect joy during the Christmas season, but th- throughout the entire year. When we think about the Holy Child, our lives are filled with love for one another. We sing special songs and we give gifts to our loved ones and to our friends. We even decorate our homes to give evidence of the joy in our hearts. We who know the love of God must share it with others. 
It is often easy to think only of the joy and forget why we rejoice. We must remember not only the babe in the manger, but also why he came. We honor him who needs no honor, and we worship him with hands and words and songs. What we do here tonight is only a beginning. Only when we honor him with our whole lives is our gift worthy. Let us honor him as we perform every task in our every lives each day. Let us honor him when we love one another or when we express that love with lips or hands or heart. Decorating of the tree is one of the most beloved Christmas customs and prevails wherever trees are available in either living or artificial form. This Christmas tree is not the usual example of colored lights, tinsel, and balls. In its place is the traditional evergreen telling the Christmas story for all to see, but in a new and meaningful way. Tonight, we adorn this tree with the symbols representing monograms of Christ. Thus, from this place into the world goes the symbol of the light of life to brighten the souls of men and glorify the God of our salvation.
What a beautiful service. What a beautiful way to begin our Advent season. We are charged throughout this season of Advent to prepare ourselves for the coming of Christ. We have begun that today by preparing our church, our tree, our walls, um, as they glorify God and as they testify that Christ is our Lord. But most importantly, as beautiful as this service has been and others like it will be as we continue through this Advent season, through them, let us prepare not only our church and our tree and things like that, let us prepare our hearts for the coming of Christ. Please pray with me. Jesus said, you are the light of the world. And so, children of God, let your light so shine that people around you will be moved by the good things that you do to glorify God in heaven. Go in peace. God is with you, among you, in you. And working through you. Amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs>